evening, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Geeks Who Haunt. Tonight, I'm joined yet again by Ulrich from Geeks with Shields. You say yet again, and I'm the one having to watch all these god-awful movies. Yeah, I know. You say it every time. Because I want to watch something good. Well, find something good, then. <laughs> you don't like those movies. I know. <laughs> and speaking of bad movies, we are going to talk about... 2019's La Llorona, probably one of the weakest uh, movies in the Conjuring-verse. It's right up there with The Nun, but The Nun was more memorable, more memorable than this. Yeah, I hmm, I uh, just kind of spaced out. A oh, few, this is uh, a very a forgettable times. movie. Yeah, like I remember when we saw the... Um, the first trailer. I told yeah, you. the trailer for it. It, I, it looked like it was so promising. It could have been so good. Well, like I remember telling you James Wan picked this director mm-hmm. himself. And La Llorona is a really interesting story, I thought. It's, yeah. you know, kind of touching on a cultural touch. And we haven't really gone. It's not more Wendigos. Yeah. And oof. So let's just kind of... St- well, maybe explain the story of La Llorona the best that we can as two white people. Um, so Do you remember the story of La Llorona? Sort of. This <laughs> beautiful woman marries this guy. Good marriage. They have two kids, but she finds out that he, what, cheats on her or he something He does something like to piss her off. And so in her... Um, Rage against him... She, yeah, she um, drowns her two kids, and in her own um, grief, gr- yeah, I, I was going to say upset about it, in her <laughs> own grief about killing her kids, she uh, drowns herself. Which, that right there really tells you who wrote that story. So there was this lady, and she was mad at her husband, so she did the lady thing and punished, you know, drowned the children, like, that's not how that typically works. I know. I mean, that is just very much, you know, steeped in Catholic misogyny. It's like, well, the woman is to blame for this tragedy, you see. But I don't remember if in the movie it explained how these... Oh, um, basically, I guess, in, in the movie, um, these people get haunted every once in a while because she's looking for... Um, replacements to her kids and that's the myth is you know la Llorona is seeking replacements for her two children yeah so she like um so when she comes across you know i guess a kid she likes um she and, marks them. and they see her she grabs onto their arm and marks them and within like i don't know the timetable was weird and i think the marking they just made up for the movie because you know Child services needs a reason to take these children and kick this whole mess off in the first place. Yeah, so our main character, she works for child services, and she had been on this one case and watched these two kids grow up and all this other stuff, and um, the kids hadn't been seen in school for a while, so she went to their home to try and figure out what was going on, and it seemed on the outside that the mom was crazy because there's no lights on. She didn't really want to let anybody in the house. There was candles everywhere. She had her kids locked in like a closet closet, and the kids were just adamant that, you know, they played the worst version of the pronoun game ever. It's like, who did this? Oh, she did it. She's protecting us. Stop saying she and clarify not 
because that's the whole thing is they kept saying she. So everyone goes, oh, their mom is obviously abusing them. And the kids are, you know, know what La Llorona is. They know their mom isn't involved. And that was the first one going, all right, this is a major thing against it because the whole premise is set up on the kids going, there's a crazy lady after us. Yeah. Just say that instead of she, 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 she. <laughs> ah, lazy script writing. So the kids are taken away and that night they die. And in their mother's grief, she prays to Lala Rona to go after the main female character and take her kids away from her like she took hers. Which that pissed me off. That was just dumb. Yeah. So like, that's way to off... strip any sympathy you have for a character away. Yeah, and that sets off the whole thing of this woman's daughter and son being marked by La Llorona. And um, and then eventually the mom herself is marked by La Llorona. And she goes to the church for help, which um, the pastor was the pastor from... Annabelle. He's our go-to pastor Annabelle. for yeah. part of the Conjuring verse. We got this guy for five minutes. And he sends them over to... Another pastor. Another ex-pastor. Oh, that's right. Because he deals in the hoodoo and the mojo now. Yeah. And at first he didn't want to help them, but then he saw the marks and he decided he would. Um, so, you know, they set up traps in the home and everything like that. And of course, the ex-pastor um, uses the kids kind of as bait. to The ending really kind of falls apart. Yeah. Because it's he... a bunch of jump scares and weird stuff and this is tied to la llorona because this was the tree that she died next to and this is the plant that she smelled the last time before she died and, and these are the bones of her friend that you know her neighbor's dog and it's like okay and this is the napkin that she used to wipe her butt with yeah it gets <sighs> it's and it's just like you're saying a lot of things that should mean stuff but i am so checked out at this point because this is boring and okay one of the things that really 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 made me um irritated that I kind of spaced out because of they finally get La Llorona trapped outside the house so they so that she can't get in to get the kids and everything else. And La Llorona had stolen the girl's There's a doll or something. Stuffed bunny or something like that and set it out outside the door, just out of reach. So the daughter pretty much had to break the um wood shaving line they were the seeds that, from the tree that la Llorona died next to across yeah, from yeah and um which allowed la Llorona to come in and then um she possessed the daughter like at this point i was seriously checked out we're oh i was only watching this because i knew you wanted to record this like all right gotta get to the end this yeah, is going to matter i honestly don't remember i'm pretty sure she possessed the daughter and then they did exorcism on her and everything else and then the mother stabs her with stabs La, La Rona wow. with the um with the cross that was carved out of the, the tree the that tree. she tied next to this is a very important tree folks and you know we think La Llorona's dead everybody goes about their business and stuff and then the movie closes with the mother looking down at a water puddle yeah what the I kept expecting like okay it's going to end with that twisting of now she's La Llorona. La Llorona is going to jump out of the puddle. Or... No, it's just like, hey, look, a puddle. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. No, this is terrible. Like, not only is it boring, but it had so many of those just lazy screenwriting. Like the one Stagathorn mentioned earlier with the, oh, there's a line we can't break, but there's something just 
just out of reach. Well, and the child was so stupid. She knew. La Llorona <laughs> was after them. She knew not to go outside. She knew not to break the fucking line because the It's ex the most basic screenwriting trope of, okay, we've banished evil, but how do we get the evil back in? Yeah. You want to talk about La Llorona herself and just mm. how bad a design that was? Yeah. That was some, like, really terrible... Uh, it was did hayride. Yeah, it was very basic, um, and it looked bad. Like it was really bad CG. Like yeah. the nun was boring, but at least it's an interesting, creepy design that still haunts the but nightmares. The of design Krug. of La Llorona looked a lot like the nun. Yeah, it did. It was like okay, we're just gonna flip the color scheme. Just make this white and this white, and you know a little bit of red. And it's just like they they could have done this yeah. really cool, and. We uh, were expecting something cool. We were expecting something really bad. awesome. We have a hide her face throughout the whole movie, and she's just, you know, this woman with a veil on her face, and it kind of like, okay, well, maybe her face will be cool. Like, mm -hmm. No, it's just really bad CG, and it's just oh, so boring. And, like, for the whole, like, three-fourths of the movie, she only attacks in water, and then at the end, she doesn't. Yeah, that was set up. It's like, oh, bodies of water, because she drowned the children, and it's just, ugh. And every time she tried going after, you know, the female character, main female characters, children and stuff, we should really learn names. But oh, well, <laughs> every time she went after any of them, it was always there was always water around or they were in water or something like that. And then all of a sudden at the end, it was like water didn't freaking well, matter. Well, this raises the question, why does La Llorona need to mark the kids if she can grab them and, you know, put this mark on them in the first place. It feels like she's putting in a lot of extra work. Like, all right, I'm going to mark you. Then two to three days later, I'm going to come and get you. Yeah. I mean, she jumps out of a pool and pulls a kid in. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on here. <laughs> I know. I, I have nothing more to say than I am so disappointed oh. because, you know, James Wan. I was expecting, even if he wasn't the one that did it and he, he handpicked this guy to do it and stuff, I was expecting something great. I really, really was. I'll say the same thing I always say. A good director cannot take a bad script and make a good movie. Yeah. I will something about this. I don't know who the director was. We'll look it up afterwards. But I want to see Guillermo del Toro's take on this. I want to see Guillermo del Toro's take on everything. But he loves monsters. Mm -hmm. He grew up in Mexico. So you better believe he knows the story of La Llorona. Yeah. And you know that design would not be boring. That would haunt us forever. Yeah. And he'd probably have like a much more interesting take than, well, her man cheated on her. So she murdered her children. Maybe that was part of the whole mythos. That is part of the mythos, but he would kind of more interesting way to go, that's the story they tell you, but here's really what happened. <laughs> She's a giant yeah. dog. All right. I know this episode's going to be a little short, guys. I'm sorry about that, but we, I don't have anything else to say about this, this is a movie. a really bad, boring, terrible movie that nobody saw, and they're going to make eight sequels to because they make them dirt cheap, yeah. and if five people see them, they make their budget back. Yep. Um, if you really want to see this movie, go ahead. I'm sure you could find it on Netflix here in the next month or so. You're going to make me watch Annabelle Comes Home too, aren't you? Of course. I don't want to watch it. I don't care. So anyway, <laughs> Ulrich, do you have something you'd like to say to our listeners? Yeah, don't make me watch Annabelle Comes Home. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, if I'm 
not on here watching terrible horror movies with my wife. I'm on another podcast with my brother called Geeks with Shields. It's a weekly podcast where we cover all things geeky, nerdy, and everything in between. It's a great escape from the darkest timeline we live in. And it, yeah, go see it. We're on all sorts of major platforms and Twitter. And, you know, they get big guests like, you know, Movie Bob and Chris Chipman and um, Jason, Inman. Jason Inman and stuff like that. So, you know, they're pretty uh, well known out there. So go ahead, like, go listen to them. They don't just talk about anything geeky or nerdy. You know, they've got some history stuff in there and it's it's really interesting. But tonight, my listeners, I'm going to leave you with horror tip number 234. Learn your Latin. You never know when you'll have to perform an exorcism.